Today is the 16th day of November, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Psalms for the 16th day, morning prayer. Psalms 79, 80, and 81. O God, the heathen have come into your inheritance. They have profaned your holy temple. They have made Jerusalem a heap of rubble. They have given the bodies of your servants as food for the birds of the air and the flesh of your faithful ones to the beasts of the field. They have shred your blood like water in every side of Jerusalem and there was no one to bury them. We have become a reproach to our neighbors, an object of scorn and derision to those around us. How long will you be angry, O Lord? Will your fury blaze like fire forever? Pour out your wrath upon the heathen who have not known you and upon the kingdoms that have not called upon your name. For they have devoured Jacob and make his dwelling a ruin. Remember not our past sins. Let your compassion be swift to meet us, for we have been brought very low. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and forgive us our sins for your name's sake. Why should the heathen say, where is your God? Let it be known among the heathen in our sight that you avenge the shedding of servants' blood. Let the sorrowful sighing of the prisoners come before you and by your great might spare those who are condemned to die. May the revilings with which they revile you, O Lord, return sevenfold into their bosoms. For we are your people and the sheep of your pasture. We will give you thanks forever and show forth your praise from age to age. Hear, O shepherd of Israel, leading Joseph like a flock. Shine forth, you that are enthroned upon the cherubim. In the presence of Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, Stir up your strength and come to help us. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance and we shall be saved. O Lord of God of hosts, how long will you be angered despite the prayers of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have given them bowls of tears to drink. 
you have made us the derision of our neighbors and our enemies laugh us to scorn. Restore us, O God of hosts, show the light of your countenance and we shall be saved. You have brought a vine out of Egypt. You cast out the nations and planted it. You prepared the ground for it. It took root and filled the land. The mountains were covered by its shadow and the towering cedar trees by its boughs. You stretched out its tendrils to the sea and its branches to the river. Why have you broken down its wall so that all who pass by pluck off its grapes? The wild boar of the forest has ravaged it and the beasts of the field have grazed upon it. Turn now, O God of hosts, look down from heaven. Behold and tend this vine. Preserve what your right hand has planted. They burn it with fire like rubbish. At the rebuke of your countenance, let them perish. Let your hand be upon the man of the right hand, the son of man you have made so strong for yourself. And so will we never turn away from you. Give us life that we may call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance and we shall be saved. Sing with joy to God our strength and raise a loud shout to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and sound the timbrel, the merry harp and the lyre. Blow the ram's horn at the new moon and at the full moon, the day of our feast. For this is the statue for Israel, a law of the God of Jacob. He laid it as a solemn charge upon Joseph when he came out of the land of Egypt. I heard an unfamiliar voice saying, I eased his shoulder from the burdens. His hands were set free from bearing the load. You called on me in trouble and I saved you. I answered you from the secret place of thunder and tested you the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, and I will admonish you. O Israel, if you would but listen to me. There shall be no strange God among you. You shall not worship a foreign God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt and said, Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. And yet my people did not hear my voice, and Israel would not obey me. So I gave them over to the stubbornness of their hearts to follow their own devices. Oh, then my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I should soon subdue their enemies and turn their hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe before him and those who punish would last forever. But Israel would I feed with the finest wheat and satisfy him with the honey from the rock. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Revelation to John, chapter 19, beginning at the first verse. After this, I heard what seemed to be a loud voice of the great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and power to our God, for his judgments are true and just. He has judged the great who are corrupting the earth with their fornication and has avenged on her the blood of his servants. 
Once more, they said, Alleluia, the smoke goes up from her forever and ever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God, who is seated on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, all who fear him, small and great. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the sound of many waters and like the sound of mighty thunder peals, crying out, Alleluia, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exalt and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. To her it has been granted to be clothed with fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and the comrades who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb. You overcome the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 16, beginning at the first verse. The Pharisees and Sadducees came, and to test Jesus, they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. He answered them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be stormy today, and the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times? An evil and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but no sign will be given to them except the sign of Jonah. Then he left them and went away. 
When the disciples reached the other side, they were forgotten to bring any bread. Jesus said to them, Watch out and beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They said to one another, It is because we have brought no bread. And becoming aware of it, Jesus said, You of little faith, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not perceive? Do you not remember the five loaves for the 5,000 and how many baskets you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the 4,000 and how many baskets you gathered? How could you fail to perceive that I was not speaking about bread? Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to beware of the yeast of the bread, but of the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reflection for Thursday for the week of Proper 27. A reading from the Catechetical Instructions of Theodore Bishops of Mopsostoia, year 428. The most important point to grasp is that food we take is a kind of sacrifice we perform. It is true that we commemorate our Lord's death in food and drink, believing that these are the memorials of his passion, since he said himself, This is my body which is broken for you. But it is evident also that what we perform in the liturgy is a kind of sacrifice. The duty of the high priest of the new covenant is to offer this sacrifice which revealed the nature of the new covenant. It is clearly a sacrifice, although it is not something that is new or accomplished by the efforts of the bishop. It is a recalling of this true offering, since the bishop performs in a symbol, signs of the heavenly realities, the sacrifice must manifest them, so that the bishop presents, as it were, an image of the heavenly liturgy. For we who perform our priestly office outside of the old law could not be priests unless we bore the image of the heavenly realities. St. Paul says this of Christ our Lord, If he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all, since there are priests who offer gifts and sacrifices according to the law. They serve a copy and a shadow of the heavenly sanctuary. In St. Paul's words, Christ our Lord, who is the high priest of us all, does not serve a copy and shadow of the heavenly sanctuary, like the liturgy according to the law. He is a minister in the sanctuary, in the true tent which is set up not by human beings, but by the Lord, to teach us the heavenly mysteries. When he speaks of the true tent which is set up not by human beings but by the Lord, he refers to heaven, because the tent prescribed by the law was made by mortals, whereas heaven is not made by mortals but by God. This is the tent, he means, of which Christ is the minister, 
since he has ascended into heaven where he has performed the liturgy on our behalf, using every means to draw us there as he promised. Since we are called by him to a new covenant, in St. Paul's words, we have received this salvation and his life and hope. Since we do not see them, but wait to be aware of the body and of the home of the Lord, we walk by faith, not by sight. For we have not yet attained the realities. We have not yet reached the heavenly blessings. We continue in faith until we ascend into heaven and go to the Lord, where we shall no longer see him in a mirror dimly, but face to face. We look forward to attaining to this state of reality at the resurrection, at the time as he has ordained. In the meantime, we approach the first fruits of these blessings, Christ our Lord, the high priest of our inheritance. Accordingly, we are taught to perform in this world the symbols and signs of the blessings to come. And so, as people who enter into the enjoyment of the good things of heaven by means of the liturgy, we must possess an assured hope things of heaven by means of this liturgy for what we look for. So just as the true new birth is the birth to which we look forward to the resurrection, while what we undergo at baptism is a new symbolic birth, so too the true food of immortality is the food we hope to receive and will truly receive later by the gift of the Holy Spirit, while for the present we receive the food of immortality only in symbols or by means of symbols through the grace of the Holy Spirit. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain.
Lord God, Almighty and Everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity. And in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, we humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with the sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which are offered before you for all members of your holy church. Then in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>